0: Welcome to Consoling Myself, with me, Twan. This is episode 3 of Consoling Myself, and in the first episode we covered off the Atari 400, second episode the Sega Game Gear, and this brings us to our third episode, the Super Nintendo. I don't think we've ever called it the Super Nintendo before, it was either the SNES, or the Super NES. I don't know even why I called it the Super Nintendo, but some people may have called it that. I just did. I got the Super NES after my Game Gear, and as you can imagine, it was a second-hand unit, being when the Super NES had come out while I had the Game Gear or just a bit before. However, a guy I was at college with, he had a Super NES that he was willing to sell. And somewhere between 25 and 40 quid, I'd have guessed. At the time, it was old technology before retro really became a thing. So uh, I don't think you wanted a lot of money for it. But what what I did get was some classic games. I got me Super Street Fighter 2. I think it was Turbo. He got me Super Bomberman, which I absolutely loved because it was multiplayer. It got me Super Mario World? Yeah. And it got me Super Mario Kart. So there's some classic games there that are worthy of anyone's collection if you're collecting Super NES stuff. Things that were interesting about this there were a couple other things included. Mario Paint, for starters. And Mario Paint is interesting because, uh, for two reasons. One, you could make music on it. I don't, didn't really do that, it wasn't really my thing. Uh, and two, it came with a mouse. And I'm not aware, obviously this is some time ago, but I'm not aware of any other games that used the mouse on the Super NES. But yeah, so there was a mouse you could connect up to one of the uh, controller ports and do mouse-like stuff in Super Mario Paint. Sorry, it's probably called Mario Paint. But yeah, so that was the first thing. The other thing that was quite interesting is, well before, it was well ahead of its time anyway, that it had a wireless remote control pad. And if my memory serves me correctly, it came in two parts. The first part plugged into the controller ports it didn't need any additional power, that part. And then the wireless controllers. Now, it used infrared. So, the same kind of technology that controls TVs. And I was about to say video. uh, But DVDs, maybe. Blu-rays. But I I wonder if they all even work on infrared anymore. Uh, But yeah, it used infrared. And what was cool is the joysticks themselves or the controllers themselves had turbo options for pretty much any button and that was quite cool. The downside was there was only one wireless controller and I'm not 100% certain I ever got it to work and I'm pretty certain I sold it and I'm pretty certain I sold it for quite a bit on eBay but this was some some time ago. So, I had the classic games that I mentioned, and I think kind of the the games there are a great example of kind of, still a great example of my gaming kind of stuff. So, things that I did so look at the classic Super Street Fighter 2. I played Street Fighter 2 in the arcades for ages. I spent a lot of money that wasn't mine in arcades. Near where we lived. And every Sunday, my dad would take me with him while he went and played squash with his squash chums. And I had very little interest in watching my dad play other people at squash. So, uh, this sports centre they played at had an arcade. Uh, If we go back as early as I can, I think. It had Operation Wolf, which was the uh, the light gun game. But I wasn't tall enough to play it properly, and I didn't understand that. I didn't understand that you could look through a sight and shoot stuff. So yeah, that was early doors. But the other thing it had was uh, Street Fighter 2 as an arcade. And I mean, to give you an idea how long ago this was. It used to be. 20p a play on the arcades, there. 20p a play. Uh, And but if you put in 50p, you got three plays. If you put in a pound, you didn't get six plays, you got seven credits. Seven credits for a pound. Imagine that now. Uh, Yeah, and uh, other arcades, it had I remember it had a WrestleMania. I we remember having a football game, didn't really get on with a football game. And the other thing it had was something that looked a bit like R-Type, but wasn't called R-Type. I think it was called something like Gravitar or something like that. I will. I should follow up on that as a maybe a postscript after this, if I remember. But yeah. And uh, the other game I remember it having was Street Fighter 2 and I love playing Street Fighter 2 and there was nothing worse on Street Fighter 2 than if you uh, if you were with someone because then they'd want to play two player and the issue with two player is you spending two credits to play two player but at the end of that match someone has to stop playing. Whereas if you put one credit, spend one credit, so 20p, or one credit to play a single player. As long as you keep winning, you keep playing. So it's all those games for free. Uh, so yeah, so uh, oh, I yeah, digressing slightly from the super nes, but uh, I remember once see Oh, did we have a French exchange or something I think my brother might have had a French exchange and Sunday morning we went off to go watch my other place squash and I took him to the arcade section and there were some guys playing Street Fighter 2 but at the end of every game they started hammering the player 1, player 2 buttons and it looked like it gave him another credit every time I didn't understand it and I was with this, uh, this kid who was older than me he was trying to be social. I think he wanted to play, and he wanted to pay to play, which is no issue. But I'd seen what these guys had done, and I couldn't work out how they kept getting free games. So I refused to let him play. Well, I hammered at the buttons. He must have thought I was mental. Of course it didn't work. And I was a very grumpy and I had to play a one-player game, because, uh, yeah. But anyway, that was Street Fighter 2. Uh, so from the arcades, I was someone who fought us guile a lot so he was the uh american air force kind of was the air force or well it was planes in the background so it's got to be could be navy yes well anyway he was the american army guy uh with the big blonde hair and the sonic boom he also had uh the overhead kick i think that was about it for him Yeah, I think that was about it for him. So he was the player, as was with, But the, but one of the reasons for being for playing with him is a lot uh, on the, the arcade, but then moving that over to the Super NES was his. Uh, a Sonic Boom, Sonic Boom, was like hold oh, back on the joystick for two seconds and then go forward to then punch, and then that made a spinning Sonic Boom that went across the screen, uh, and then uh, he's he's, he's what was his overhead kick called? But essentially, you held down for two seconds, then pressed up and then kick, and he did a, a kind of like an overhead a, uh, bicycle kick uh, with his Sonic Boom graphic round it, but it didn't go flying upwards. It was just a jumping up in the air kick. With but yeah, so they were these two moves. The, the key thing is uh, I think there was only three... Was there only three more simple moves from different characters than that? So you had the classic Chun-Li uh, thousand foot kick thing where I think you just hammered kick and she did the hammer, uh, the flappy kick thing. Then you had E. Honda's thousand hand slap, which was just hammering the punch button. Slap, 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 slap. And then the other was Blankers, the blanker the green with orange hair thing. He had uh, the electrify. I think if you was it did you have to crouch or hold down while you hit the button? I can't remember. But yeah, so they were the, the other easier moves. Uh, but yeah I played with is here is a good mixture of speed and uh ranged and close-up attack. So, yeah, good character to play with. So that was Super Street Fighter. Uh, another benefit of that is I've got to play that against other people occasionally when i had it at home. So, you'd play the game by yourself and watch the storylines of you progressing or not progressing through the game. And obviously, when you play it at home, it doesn't cost you anything. That's it. You've got, you just press start uh, to get your credits to play Uh, so yeah I think I completed Super Street Fighter 2 I want to say I completed it with everybody apart from Zangief he was the big old wrestler and he had the uh, spinning pile driver move which Outside of outside of the Trocadero in London, I've never seen anybody perform it live. And I went to the Trocadero with my aunt. She was taking me. My aunt lived in London, lives in London, lived in London. And she was challenged with babysitting me for the day. And we went to the Trocadero, which had a huge arcade as the Trocadero did at the time. I don't know if it still does. But it had a huge arcade. The two things. One of the things it had was uh, Street Fighter 2 on a massive screen. And I queued up to play and ended up playing against this uh, kid who was obviously much, much better than me. But I think he managed to do a Zangief spinning pile driver on me. And that was disappointing because I thought, I thought I was good. But it turns out I was just lucky, occasionally. I wasn't as good as I thought. So that was... uh... Yeah, that was his first game. The other thing Trocadero had was my first venture into virtual reality. And you paid £5 for five minutes or three minutes or whatever it was. But literally I didn't understand it. I didn't understand. I have no idea if it was a game, if it was just a text demo. I have no idea. But I remember begging my aunt to let me to pay for me to go on it, and I did. And I have no idea if it was any good. I don't picture it being very good. I think maybe part of the issue might have been I needed glasses, but you couldn't wear glasses while having the headset on. I mean, who knows? But essentially, I didn't see much. I don't remember seeing much, and it was pretty rubbish. Well, that's that's what my memory says about it. Whether it's true or not, I don't know. Uh, so yeah, Street Fighter Two, Turbo, on the Super NES, completed most of the storylines except for Zangief's. Is it Zangief? Zangrif? Zangief? I mean, you read these things. You never hear them. Uh, you never hear them given out. Uh, so yeah, that was. Uh, so Street Fighter 2. Uh, another important mention is Mario Kart. Mario Kart was great because I do remember playing that with my brother. For, for ages, I loved playing that with my brother because he was much, much better than me. He either played it more or he had better hand-eye coordination, but it didn't matter because I, I just enjoyed spending a bit of time with my brother where we weren't fighting. I mean if you've got an older brother or you were the older brother and had an annoying younger brother like me then uh, times like that when you could just be brothers playing video games was great. And I bought this I think i just started sixth form, I was in fifth so it would have been 16, 17 I think when I bought the, the Super NES and what that would have meant is my brother was at uni so he wouldn't have been at home all the time so when he came home it would have been nice to have spent a bit of time with him because uh, i would just try to remember so if it was 15, 16 I remember at 15 I was dating someone and then After my GCSEs, did we split up before the results? Possibly. And so, yeah, spending a bit of time with my brother would have been pretty cool. Just chatting away, playing computer games. I'm pretty certain one of my first nicknames that I had for a very, very long time came from playing uh, came from playing Super Mario Bros. Nope, not Super Mario Bros. Uh, Super Mario Kart with my brother. And it's to do with a character from. Uh, actually, I'm going to tell you what it's not to do with. Uh, there's a story my dad used to tell his friends about why I, I had the nickname of me and my brother and my sister all had the same nickname. Well, we all had the same nickname, but I then had a separate nickname, but was based on that. And my brother, my dad always told it to people to say. Oh, it's to do with a contemporary 20th century author who wrote a book called... Uh, yeah. And hearing him tell that story because he thought that was true was always quite funny. Uh, we took the mickey out of him. Quite a lot for that afterwards. This is unfair because he wasn't to know. It was based on just some... Uh, uh, what I suppose in cricket they call it sledging, but when you're playing Super Mario Kart, it's just winding your brother up. And just having an in-joke so yeah that's that that was my nickname online for (sighs) so if that was six if I was 15 16 that probably took me through to my mid 30s yeah or maybe early 30s but yeah so that was a nickname that stuck for a while and that all came from playing Super Mario Kart with my brother I enjoyed Super Mario Kart but one of the things I didn't have was the patience to practice the the uh, tracks by myself and get to know all the uh, little areas you can nip through or little jumps you can do to bypass areas of the tracks I just didn't have the patience for that and because I didn't take it round any of my friends' houses uh, at 16 I think yeah, so after after my GCSEs, I had uh, the neighbour who lived opposite, who I knew uh, one of my very good friends. Her nickname was uh, yeah. One of one of my very good friends lived opposite, and uh, yeah, didn't didn't play much super nes with her. Uh, they had a Mega Drive, and we played sketching and ate pizzas. But that was it. Like all my all my college and school friends all my college friends I suppose lived quite some distance away, which meant I couldn't go and pop round their houses after after school on a Monday through Friday. And then for a bit I mean my best mate lived quite some way away. I mean I couldn't get a train to the village he lived in. I'd have to get the train to the next village and then walk for 40 minutes from that train station to where he lived but he had a mega drive and then various other more playstations playstation 2s Uh, but yeah so uh, but when you're when you're that age everyone tends you kind of your social groups change well my social group changed and uh, yeah so I didn't if I wasn't playing games against my brother there wasn't much gaming I did I, I I didn't really get into any of the kind of like massive or sorry, massive, any of the RPGs. I didn't get into the, the adventure games. I didn't play kind of like Zelda or anything like that. They never appealed to me. I, uh, I liked my, I liked my Super Street Fighter 2. I liked my Super Mario Kart. And then the other one I played with my brother, Super Bomber Bomberman. Oh my goodness. You could play that for hours because you were playing against... Oh, generally, I was playing against my brother and two computer players. But one of the accessories I also had was... They call it the four-tap. Since you plugged it in, it gave you four controller sockets. I wonder if you could plug two in and had eight controllers on the go. But anyway, yes, you could plug in four controllers and uh, play four-way bomberman but i used to play bomberman with my brother all the time and i loved playing it It It's just like a simple game well executed with varying levels of difficulty but it was you could set it like best of three or best of five or best of seven but you wouldn't have to tell that you could tell the game that and it would so if you lost one game you just had to make sure you win the next two i was all I used to love that kind of stuff on the uh, on Super NES. And I had the Super NES quite some time. I think, and you'll, you'll spot a regular theme here, but I think I sold it at Carboot or something like that. I probably got for it roughly what I spent on it. I may have bought some other games. I'm just trying to think if there's any other games on the. Uh, Super Nes that jumped out. I don't think there was. I mean at the time it was a. at the time it was an old format. The I think pretty certain the PlayStation 1 had come out. Uh, I'm pretty certain well I'm very certain the N64 had come out. And so there wasn't a lot of new games and second-hand games. You had to d- decide what you want. <laughs> I think and this is my brain playing tricks on me again. I think I might have had Castlevania if that came out in the Super NES. However, I wouldn't have enjoyed it because I really only wanted to play Ghosts and Goblins. Or maybe I had Ghosts and Goblins. Essentially, there was an arcade game. I think it was Ghosts and Goblins that I enjoyed playing. And I wanted to play that. I think Castlevania I thought was it and wasn't. So I didn't play that. So, yeah. And the, as I said, the Super NES would have uh, kept me entertained for a considerable period of time in my life. So from like GCSEs through to halfway through my A-levels, to my A-levels, I know I didn't take it to university. I'm Because in my first year, I didn't have a TV at university. I had a computer that was given to me by one of my friends. His parents had a spare computer and said, would you like to take our spare computer? Because we've got a brand new one. And I wasn't going to say no to a spare computer, that's for sure. Uh, It had a sound card more than any PC that I'd ever had before. Uh, yeah, that's probably something that's worth while saying. Is uh, consoling myself is really about the consoles in my life, but one of the things that's kind of gone through from my earliest memory to well, I suppose now is we've also the family. I was uh, the family had always had PCs. They hadn't been gaming PCs, but we'd had PCs, so there were PCs kind of and and some games for that punctuated through but I'll probably do a a separate episode on the PC gaming of my life much later on I've got other consoles to cover that are gonna be much more gonna be much more interesting well it's all subjective isn't it but yeah so this is the the story of the supernets I can't remember what other games I bought for it, I'm racking my brains, really am, and I'm going to kick myself afterwards, but, yeah, I had I had my Super NES, had it for a couple of years, then sold it, my Super NES got replaced with another second hand console, but I'll tell you about that in the next podcast. I have recently bought myself another Super NES. Oh, I've not even talked about the other game that I tried playing and didn't really get into. So, I quite enjoyed playing the first Super Mario Bros. On my friend Bob's NES as a kid. And I don't remember getting into Mario Brothers 2 or Mario Brothers 3 at all. He may have had them, or may not have done, but I didn't... Super Mario Bros. Was, was the one for me. Uh, and then with my Super NES, I got Super Mario... Super Mario... I'm saying World again. Could it been Super Mario Land? Oh, I'm going to kick myself. Because I can't re-record this, So, I'm, and I'm not going to overdub it. So if I've got the name wrong, you can all take the mick at me again. But yeah, uh, I had that, and some music. Ding 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 ding. Ding 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 ding. Ding 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 ding. I think that was it. Uh And yeah, so Super Mario and I loved Super Mario brothers but didn't get on with Super Mario World at all. I really struggled with and and of course you're Yoshi now. Uh And it it did introduce, I don't think, I don't know if Yoshi was in anything else at that point, but he then subsequently had his own spin-offs. But yes, you're riding around on this weird alligator dinosaur lizard thing. And if my memory serves me correctly, which it probably does not, it gets to the point where you actually have to sacrifice Yoshi, Yoshi to make a jump. So you could jump with Yoshi, and then you could jump off Yoshi, and you have to do that to get to make a jump. Oh, oh there's some fireworks in the background. I wonder why there's fireworks. Uh, yeah, so there's you had to jump and then jump off Yoshi to make one of the gaps. So I, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't remember Super Mario World. being uh, being what I enjoyed and Cyber Scroller should, shouldn't have had any issues uh, but it just it didn't appeal to me the other I mean there were loads of games that came out in the Super NES uh, so there was you could have bought a shooting game using the bazooka shaped uh, light gun called was it the super scope I think it was didn't have that it's pretty impractical anyway I also didn't have mortal Kombat. had that on my game gear but I don't have any I don't have any other apart from the games I've mentioned nothing else really jumps out I'm sure I should have a chat with my brother to see uh, what other games we actually played but they're the ones that stick in my mind so yeah I can't remember if I sold it before university or after university so did I get two or three years out of it I'm pretty certain I'd have left it at home I know in my in my second year at uni, I can't remember if I had a TV in my bedroom or not. I know there was a TV in the lounge and in my third year we had a TV in the lounge and I had a TV in my bedroom. But in my third year I definitely didn't have my superness. So yeah, I'm reckoning in my first year I got rid of it. Yeah, that's the that's the story. That's that is episode three of consoling myself. The Super Nes, Super Nintendo, SNES, whatever you called it. I now have one. It's part of my uh, retro game collection of my uh, feat of buying all the game consoles I've ever owned. Well, I say ever owned, ever had in my life. Yeah, I didn't have a Mega Drive. I never owned one, my friends had one. Uh, yeah, so my friend over the road, she had one. Uh, and my friend, who I used to play on his NES growing up, they. I probably. Did I cover this last time? I might have covered this off. We used to rent a Mega Drive from his local video shop. That was pretty cool, but yeah. Anyway, no Mega Drive, had the SNES, it was second hand. It came with all the games I wanted. And some I didn't, but all the games I wanted, and I sold it. And twenty odd years later, I bought one again. The Super is Episode three of consoling myself with me. One. Like and subscribe. Hopefully, you're subscribed. Anyway, you'll hear you'll hear what else is going on in my life. Uh, I'm pretty certain pretty certain pretty certain that the next episode is going to be the Playstation 1 pretty certain I will have to rack my brain just to double check I didn't have anything before that but yeah the Playstation 1 will be Episode 4 of Consoling Myself should be available the start of March. Hit the subscribe button to make sure you get it. If you like it, do rate it and feel free to review it on whatever platform you've got. Or you can send me a message. Grab me through Twitter, grab me through my email address. You can get hold of me if you want. I'm sure you all had your own consoles. I'm sure there are many games on the Super NES maybe I missed out on. I know I really wanted Super Star Wars, I think. That was a sideway scroller that was in. Uh, shown on TV a few times. But, yeah, didn't have it. Told you the games I had. Told you what I used to play. Told you what I didn't enjoy playing. And that's it. It's me, Twan, signing off. Episode 3. Consoling myself.